Hi there, Colleen Hunt, Gluten-Free Gold, based in the Lake of Panama. Today is a better day, a lot better day. Um, I went to the doctor yesterday, and um, this looks worse, but it, it, it's totally different. And um, she talked to the specialist. I'm going there uh, Tuesday night to see him Wednesday morning. Today is today is Saturday, I think. And um, she had no other choice but to give me a shot. Well, they can only give me two shots in a row. Funnel Hackers Live is in 23 days. So, and the shots only last maybe 19 to 21 days. And I said to her, I said, if, if you have to give me a shot and you can only give me a shot in the next month. I would prefer it be towards the end of the month. I'll suffer for the rest of the month so that when I go to this uh, conference that I've been looking forward to for three months and I've saved three months income to attend, I would prefer to be in my best shape there. And she said, well, we guarantee that we're going to somehow between herself and the specialist in Panama City, will make sure that I'm at my best for the conference. And I said, fine. Because the difference is that shot um, brings my uh, blood sugar level high, and I get to be a borderline diabetic, so they can't do it very often. But it's the only thing that seems to work. The, uh, the allergies... Are, are are every three weeks that this this wears off or the uh, uh, medication wears off it's it's very distinctive the first it's a little sore on on the lip a little dryness on the lip and then uh, the inside of my nose becomes dry and I get sores and then um, a little bit of rash on the eye this eye and then it slowly spreads, and that spreads, and then I get sinus infections and ear infections. And then it goes over to this side of the face, starts here on the neck, works its way down on the neck, up on the chin. And then it'll spread to patches on the body. And then the ear infections get, get so bad that I have vertigo, and uh, I can't uh, do anything quickly. And that happens the same way every time. So when I get the medication, the symptoms decrease in the same way that they increased. It's kind of weird. And but it, um, what it does is it um, uh, sensitizes me to food allergies. Um, I was talking to my mom this morning in the back patio, and she said, ever since I was a child, when I got uh, bit by mosquitoes, Wherever I got bit, it was it would swell up huge. I remember it swell up huge. But she said if it was in your arms or legs, they would swell up to the to the point that they were rock hard. So I've always had something in my body. Um, the thing that I love is when I'm not suffering from these severe allergies, my hair comes back. I have psoriasis on my head when the allergies are bad, and I have huge hair loss. So. Uh, unless you're working with someone that can identify all these different symptoms, it, it's um, it's uh, 
kind of hard. So we have 23 days till FHL 2020 in Nashville. And I'm going to post today a YouTube clip, a clip on what it is I'm going to do. It's, it's very interesting that some people do the same thing all their life. Like I said before, I was a, a bartender barmaid for 13 and a half years when the children were small, so I could work nights and be with them during the day. Uh, I then discovered after 13 and a half years, I was making $3 an hour, and I started at $3.50 an hour, so that wasn't great. But the tips got me through that period of time. So I always had gas money. I'd always have grocery money. I'd always have bread money or stuff for the kids when they wanted. Then I went back to school because I figured it, it is time, next stage of your life, what have you, you should be making uh, better wages and then be gone to work when the kids are gone to work. So I did, uh, went back to school, got my uh, high school awards and that, upgraded at the college, and then I went to school as an uh, instrumentation mechanic. So I ended up being, um, a, for the larger part of my 15-year history, a uh, shift maintenance mechanic, which uh, I, I was trained in um, uh, rigging, in uh, mill writing, electrical, electronics, what have you, so that when you're on shift, you were able to take care of all the equipment. And I was the only woman there. I, it came at a time that women were forcibly introduced to the workforce. All the people, all the protests and everything from the 60s and 70s gave me the opportunity to work in a field where mostly men worked. And I still had to deal with the prejudice of men. Like I would not ask a man for help unless Okay, I would not ask a man for help in a strength issue unless I knew darn well that I couldn't move it anymore. And I remember one time I needed um, a, va a gauge to turn like a quarter turn. And no matter how much I yanked on that with a pipe wrench, I couldn't do it. But I was going to make darn sure no matter how much I tried, it was almost next to impossible until I asked a gentleman, I think his name was John. And he had said to me previously when I was working, why don't you go home and take care of your kids? Because you are taking a job from a man and taking this job away from him. You are not letting him be able to provide for his family. So I asked John for help. He was six foot three, six foot four, and about 300 pounds. If he could just help me just tweak that gauge, that quarter turn. And I remember watching him. He went up to the gauge with uh, my pipe wrench, and he thought it was going to be easy. Like, I mean, I full, put my full body weight on that wrench to try and turn it that quarter turn. And then he tried, and he looked at me, and he came back. And he got it to the position that I needed. But after that, he didn't bother me a bit. Because I was determined to be able to plow the way for any other woman. Any other woman that wanted to provide for their family. So um, 
Yeah, I, I grew up uh, when when I worked in the field in the field uh, the early years. I remember um, uh, hearing stories uh, that that was in the nineties. I think it was in the nineties. That was in the nineties, and in the southern states, they couldn't put a person of color. They couldn't put a person of a different race, and they definitely couldn't put a person, uh, a female, uh, to service equipment in the mills in the southern states without um, security because of uh, racism. And you think that's in the 90s, and you think things have progressed. So um, where am I going with this? So all my life, I've had to adjust. I've had to adjust to the allergies. I've had to adjust where I live. And I think that people will have a more fulfilling life when they adjust to the changes. Maybe you weren't meant to do that certain thing for the rest of your life. Maybe you were meant to do it for a season or for a reason, or for um, a time period that it'll serve you at that point in your life. But you have to have something that excites you, that um, charges your day, that makes you want to jump out of bed and, and go to whatever you do for a living. Or go to, like, um, myself, I, I get up, I got up uh, today, the rash is still bad, but you, I said yesterday how much I love walking. So I Vaseline every rash area possible so no sweat would get in there. And I did, uh, I think I did 6Ks today. And then I did my weightlifting when I came home. And I feel so good. But every morning I walk and, and I do my stretches and I do my exercises because it's for my mental health and also for my body health. And when my body health is doing good, my mental health is easier to control. Um, then I do, um, uh, half an hour to an hour of Spanish every morning. I living in a Spanish speaking country and, uh, I should be speaking Spanish and I've tried and tried and tried over the last four years being here, but now it's, um, with this half an hour to an hour every day, it has shown a great improvement of my understanding and comprehension of people that I talk to every day. And every day when I talk to people, when I go out, I try and make sure it's all Spanish, if at all possible, because I am trying to cope and convert myself to this way of life. So going back to, uh, so when I did the, um, the instrumentation, um, technician, shift maintenance person that served me that allowed me to buy a house that allowed me to look after my children that allowed me to buy a vehicle even though every day I went to work I was terrified I was going to die because my uh working with the electricity that I worked with was so high that um uh a wrong move I I could have killed myself and they gave you very uh good uh, and vivid instructional videos on how you would die if you made a mistake. So when I was 50, time to change again, I looked at what could I do that would give me that excitement again, that, that jumping out of bed, um, 
and also to serve others. It was a point that I had a really good life. I had a good income. Um, everything in my life was what I strived for it to be. But I still felt unfulfilled. And what is life if you're not going to be fulfilled? So that's when I started on the farmer's markets. And the thing was is that stumbling on the baking gluten-free was something that amazed me because it came so naturally to me. Um, I couldn't comprehend at first why it wouldn't to others. But I had been baking since I was four. So it just seemed like a natural progress. So I balanced um, uh, really good income and lifestyle to uh, no satisfaction. I went to great satisfaction to really no good income. And it has been like that for, I would say, the last um, seven or eight years. Uh, ingredients are expensive. Uh, people have a limit of what they can pay for, even though it's food that they need. And I have too soft a heart to charge what I'm supposed to charge to make a living. So it's my own fault. But the joy that I get from seeing people to be able to eat, it compensates it, but um, not according to my bank records. So now, I am at the point that um, I was almost killing myself with the hours that I was working when I had the bakery here. And um, now I'm trying to figure out a way to, to do the same type of work, but in a, a broader scope. So what I'm trying to do is figure out a way to help people bake gluten-free. Good, great-tasting gluten-free that's easy to do on a larger scope. So um, I've been working on uh, English products and I've been working on Spanish products. And I think right now, until my English products take off, I have to hold off on the Spanish because it, it, I can't convert the the cookbooks and stuff like that by myself, I have to hire people. And that just can't be done right now. So this Tuesday night coming, I'm going down on the bus to Panama City and see the specialist and see what he can do. And then I have three weeks, less than three weeks to get ready for um, FHL 2020. Um, the thought of being with 4,500 other people, minimum, that have the same mindset, the same scope, same um, belief that they can do anything if you put your mind to it, I think is going to be just amazing. Amazeballs. Amazing. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to uh, record it along the way. I still have to figure out how I'm going to... Uh, get a hotel room uh, for five of my seven nights, six of my seven nights. But uh, that's three weeks away. So we'll see. But um, 
I'm really, really interested in uh, how much the this event is going to change me because I'm looking at a different avenue in my life. It doesn't matter how old I am. I want to give my most to as many people as possible for the years that I have left. So why not do it on the biggest scale possible? So, so that's my ramblings for today. Um, I'll put uh, a clip of the FHL 2020 and you'll see why I'm so excited. Well, some people understand, some people won't. But the thing is, is I think this is the, the way of the norm that's uh, happening in the future. Um, it's probably going to wipe out websites in the next five years. And um, I'm hoping if I can't help people with my gluten-free baking this way, I might, able, I might be able to help other companies uh, spread the word about their businesses. It's all about helping people one way or another. So, so I'm, I'm really excited. And, um, you can tell it's been, uh, maybe 12 hours since I had the shot from the doctor. The itchiness is gone. Um, I've already got, uh, I'm starting to get my, uh, energy level back again. I'm starting to get my, my, um, uh, happiness level back again. And, um, I'm usually an optimistic person, but the allergy things can just wear that down. So, so here's optimistic me. Um, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow, but think about it. Do you really have, have you had the experience of a different line or avenue of employment according to the stages of your life or have you been able to write out the same the same one it'd be it'd be neat to know because uh, when I grew up people worked at the same business for 20 30 40 years and now that's unheard of maybe if you got into something that you enjoyed so much you would just thrive but I think for myself once I learn as much as I possibly can learn about something, then I want to go on to something that I've learned more so that the, the brain isn't stagnant, the mind isn't stagnant, and you, you can see the possibilities because possibilities are, are everything. Life is full of possibilities. So, so Colleen Hunt, Gluten-Free Gold, based in Delega, Panama.